0: Welcome to Brown Girls Therapy. This is your host, Pepe, and I'm joined with my lovely sisters, Betsy, Viola, and Choco. We made this platform to share our unfiltered thoughts on how we were raised as Tongan Americans. We also wanted to discuss our diverse interests and problematic subjects within our Pacific Island community. We're grateful to have this space to share our voices and hopefully connect with other Pacific Islanders and anyone else who might be listening. Please stay tuned and enjoy.
1: Just as a disclaimer, any content provided through this podcast is from our own personal experiences, views, and opinions. This in no way is in reflection of any person or affiliation.
0: Welcome to Brown Girls Therapy, episode three. We have taken a long vacation. (laughs) Everyone say hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. And we are finally able to get together and do our episode three. And before we get into our topics, we actually have a few announcements uh, this time around. We're gonna actually skip our highlights and our intro, and we just wanted to kind of go over a few important announcements before we actually continue. So um, our special guest, Paulina, who's here again. Hi, Paulina. <laughs> hi um she will actually introduce our first one of our first announcements so ballina uh, go
1: ahead all right so many of you guys know that this year it is the united states census and it's yes. it's been this um it's been an ongoing thing forever and ever and ever right it mm-hmm. um basically takes a uh, poll of the population yep. and i i actually like participated in the census uh a couple years ago which was my first time actually doing it someone actually came to my house anyway what has happened in the in the past or in in the past Mm -hmm. for all the many years that the census has been taken is a lot of our people our polynesian pacific islander communities are not being uh recorded and so what happens is it it gives a wrong record of what the population is and therefore, right. there's not a lot of like um, resources, not a lot yeah. of funding for our people that are here. And so uh, this year, they have come up with um, a, a committee that will actually focus on our, our community, our Pacific Islander community. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure that you guys all uh, know how important it is and get involved so that Um, so that we are noted in history, so that we are able Mm -hmm. to to get whatever we need for our schools, you know. um. So if you are looking for more information, you can go to countusin2020.org. So that's countusin2020.org, and that will give you just some information on what exactly the census is, why Mm -hmm. it's important, and why you all need to get involved. So, all right.
0: Thank nice. you, Paulina.
1: So that's definitely something
0: really important that we wanted to make sure to bring up. Um, as far as our highlights, so we're actually going to do a um, just one highlight uh, for all of us mm-hmm. this episode. And that highlight goes out to Sipping Coco. Um, she is a, a pretty, she's a really popular blogger. And I believe she's half Samoan, half Belongi and she writes all kinds of blogs her main i think her her main uh topics has been towards pacific islanders mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. all types of stereotypes or struggles that they that they face and she actually this month she was doing a women empowerment and she actually asked us to be part of one of her blogs so we just want to thank her yes. and we just appreciate yes, thank you. Just, you know the love because we never know that we never think people are going to actually listen or want to yeah. follow us. So when people ask us mm-hmm. or ask about us and want to know more, um, more specific information on us, it just makes us grateful. Yep. And yes. um, I know that she... Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that she currently lives in Arkansas and she actually just barely revealed who she is because she was technically anonymous for oh. the past how many... Like, since she started her blog. Mm-hmm. And then she just recently... revealed herself so for those who aren't following her um or if you want to get to know her better you guys can go to her instagram page and it's sipping coco and yeah she's yeah she's really great so we definitely recommend to go and follow and yeah get her get on her blogs it's so informative so um but yeah we'll go ahead and we're going to actually just uh, take another break before we get into our topics Ah. Ele só
1: Welcome back to Brown Girls Therapy. Hey. Episode three. Hey. 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 boy. Thanks for coming <laughs> back. Uh, we're on episode three, and our episode is titled Offafaga Tonga or Love Tongan Love. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, really quick, I just wanted to give a little shout out to the little clip of music that you guys heard earlier. It um, it's a tribute to our grandma Pepe, and that was one of her favorite Tongan songs. Matangi and it's uh, the artist was by Queen Salote and um, we wanted to kind of pay tribute to her in a small way for this podcast episode because um, she was one of the main teachers of teaching us how to love in Tongan um, and even though we all were born and raised in America our mom and our grandma so my our mom's mom that's who Grandma Pepe is. They were um, kind of like the leaders of our, of our teaching when we were growing up. They're the ones who yeah. taught us the mm-hmm. cultural significance of some of these things, some of these mm-hmm. experiences that we had, and they also helped us understand what that Ofa Fagatonga meant. Um, and so you'll be hearing some experiences from us um, about some of the ways that we saw that lo- the love in our Tongan culture. Okay, Pepe, take it away.
0: Alright, so like Lina said, we had a lot of things growing up that came out of love because of our culture or mm-hmm. just the way our parents were raised, and there are some big points that we really wanted to share, and one of those was the money silas, and so Lina, I know that. I wanted you to expand on that and just your own experience with that. And what is that significant? How is that significant to our culture?
1: Okay, so growing up, uh, we had this, we call it a law, but it really just means an envelope. And so for any event, uh, whether it was a funeral, a graduation, a wedding, um, any event, we always gathered money. And it was, uh, I remember growing up a lot that uh, my parents, they always made sure that their part was, was taken care of. So mm-hmm. for example, let's say, uh, let's say, uh, my sister was getting married, mm-hmm. right. Or something like that. My mom would talk to all of her siblings and they would all gather money for, for the wedding. And so, mm-hmm. um, depending yeah. on what they could afford, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, let's try and gather a hundred bucks or something like that. Right. And, um, Mm -hmm. so that was, that was really huge. And that was a big part of our life growing up. Like we just knew that, oh, if there was a funeral that mom may ask for some money. And then even as we grew older, right. And got our own jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was kind of like that. Um, another way that we also offer money is Fagapale. Um, and that's when a dance is presented at said event, Mm-hmm. and people are um, encouraged to put money on the dancer and all of that money on the dancer is then collected for the person whose event is it is for yeah and so I'm just one of my experiences like personal experiences is as a kid my my mom because I'm the oldest <clears throat> yeah my mom always made me dance at every event and I was oh, yep. really, really scared. Like that was really something that was really, really scared for me. Like, I remember I still had a, I had a hard time smiling just because I was so nervous mm-hmm. to dance. But I remember mom explaining to me how important it was. It was the one gift that we could give to the person that the event was for.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and so
1: um, we don't do a lot of the registry things. That's true, like you're very good at that. that. Yeah. yeah, and so, you know, mom, I, I knew that if for every event, you know, we, we would dance and then that way it was also a way for other people to to give money um instead yeah. like e- like especially if like and let's be honest, like sometimes you don't have money for an event. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so the one gift that we we could give was a show of love through dance. Right. And yeah. When yeah. Someone danced. The, Hopefully, the gift. someone gave money. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And when someone danced, yeah. we'll it's funny because it. mom, said, mom used to tell me that it was also other people's gift to the dancer where they would give money to them, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah. So that's my experience just with your... money and silas mm-hmm. and yeah uh, that kind of cultural thing that we used to do or we d- were doing in our culture.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just to add on to what Paulina said, first off, I apologize. I believe the clip
1: that we played was by the Yonge Brothers. Yeah, I think but that was the, the version the artist was, who who wrote, wrote it was Queen Salat, okay. and she was known as a famous composer. Okay, yeah, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, she really? wrote a lot of okay songs wow. that people love, I'm, and so I but yeah, Peppa's right. The singers Sorry. who sang <clears> that <throat> version are the Yonge Brothers. So,
0: so but yeah, just, I just wanted to add on to what Paulina was saying. <laughs> As far as one of the experiences I had was when I got married and my wedding was very small compared to other Tongan weddings yeah. and my husband's Tongan as well so it was pretty simple we just had a dance and me and my mom were not actually getting along two weeks before that so <laughs> fast forward my mom she ended up we ended up making up and everything mm-hmm. and because of her we receive the most money mm-hmm. and I was I'll, I'll never forget that that's one of the things I'll always remember about my mom is that in times of need she'll always be there and she'll always try to give the most yeah. the most of whatever she has <laughs> and she'll ask for her siblings to help as well and her siblings they all did a law for me and my mm-hmm. husband and I'll never forget it because no one really gave us money, and it, I wasn't expecting it because it was so small. small. Yeah. yeah, but we didn't really receive anything from my husband's family. Not that I, not trying to call them out or anything, but it just it means so much when you see that your family gives, all especially yeah. in last minute at a last minute event mm-hmm. or last minute. Yeah, you see how much mm-hmm. your family will give to you, and so that is one of the things I'll always remember about my mom and and about her family. Okay, so the next thing that we wanted to talk about was our parents being strict on us as a kid. And for any Polynesian, they definitely know how that feels. And so Choco was gonna go over just some of the strict teachings that our parents had on us growing up and now realizing that those were out of love. So Choco, do you wanna go ahead and expand? Yeah, so, um, our mom, um, so one of the things that, like, the first thing that I was thinking of was, um, her not letting us, like, sleep over any of our friends' houses, or even some of our family, like, the only people she really let us sleep over. Never over dad's side. Yeah, I was gonna say, because I just thought, I just remembered that there was this one time I- wanted to sleep at like our cousin's house on dad's side and she didn't let us either yeah. or she didn't let me yeah, yeah. so it was we really she was really strict and yeah her brother's house. We yeah yeah, us, no. I,
1: I was yeah. it was always just her it
0: was really just her Foxini's sisters Foxini's like really her, <laughs> yeah her sister's house um but yeah she was really strict on that aspect and there were a lot of times like um where i would want to sleep over at like a friend's house like um, I remember my friend invited me to her birthday party and and it was a sleepover and mom didn't let me and I was heck of mad because oh, I nerd. wanted to sleep. <laughs> 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 um, but yep. then like you know growing I mean growing up you know you realize she did all of that out of love and she didn't want anything bad to happen to us like when you hear about stories of these girls like getting molested or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, what's happening. Not that that's the parents' fault for letting them go and like sleep over, right? But, yeah, but I think mom just wanted to take that extra precaution because she didn't know she knows like how people are. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, that's like just one of the things that I was, rem- I can think of. Yeah, with her, and then I guess dad wasn't. Dad was more kind of relaxed, but. um he, everything he did, what he it was just kind of out of love, and I feel like there were so many times where he would drop everything, anything that he was doing for like anyone, not just yeah. us, but if anybody, you know, needed something from him, like if someone needed a ride, yeah, or if someone had a flat tire like yeah there's so yep. many stories like not even people related to us or even like our cousins that have told us where dad has like come out of nowhere yeah mm-hmm. um, just after that one phone call so yeah dad was a big action <laughs> big just, like, i don't selfish, know what example? Big... big example yeah, yeah. yeah. he showed yeah. by action yep. by action Yeah. did you have an experience oh you want to sorry <laughs> <laughs> No, there's, I mean, I was, I, there was a lot of times where he came to my rescue, like specifically when I was, mis, when I miscarried, it was, it was like, um, dang, what time was it? It was like, um, in the morning and, um, I didn't want to bother like my in-laws cause at the time I was living with my husband's family and, um, yeah, I didn't want to bother them. So I, mm. I called dad. Because I Aww. wanted to go to the ER just in case, because I I like didn't know you know that I was miscarrying. I was just bleeding. Yeah, and yeah, he came within like twenty minutes actually, and took me. And to you the guys ER. lived in Layton at that oh, time. Oh yeah, and we lived all the way in mm-hmm. Layton, and my dad lived in Magna. Everyone I was I in know. Magna, yeah. and so yeah, you know, just shows like as long as he, even if he doesn't have have it, he'll find a way to come to you or give whatever he has. whatever he has. So love your
3: dad. Yeah, yeah.
0: Love your dad. Yeah. Love your mom too. <laughs> <laughs> love you, dad.
1: But yeah. Does anyone else have any experiences that they want to add on? Well, I'll just add on to my topic, the money. You know, and and dad was really a big, you know, and back then he was the only one working. Mom yeah, had eight it's kids. crazy to think back then. Um, yeah. And he only he, and he worked for FedEx, and yeah, it was a really good job, but he'd work like. 15, hour, 16 15 hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, it was normal holidays. for him to go early in the right. morning and, and then, then he wouldn't come. come back till 10 p.m. Yeah, and, and I remember many times, many, many, many times where um, like a relative needed some money or something like, you know, our aunt who just got married. They were stuck in Fiji. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mom and dad, like, and I, I don't even know, like that could have been their rent money for all I know. Oh, yeah. Know, but I didn't know they, that. Like, I didn't know that either they gave yeah i mean that's betsy that's how they came you know um, oh wow no, they, call, yeah. they, they hmm. called they Sh- called mom's siblings and it, you know <laughs> they, it just wasn't yeah, betsy, not me <laughs> yeah yeah
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> some of them couldn't get any married PG yeah <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. but this my name's our mom our dad was also really one of those where like my mom whatever she needed Including just, whatever her family needed. Yeah. yeah. He would just he would try, try whatever he had. He never could. complained. Yeah. Go to everything. Yeah. On events sure. on mom's side. Yeah. 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 And so they, I yeah, mean, yeah. He, they gave a bulk of the money to, to allow, you know, Them my mom's to sister to, to make it here to America with her husband. Yeah. And I think so that's, that's funny I remember.
0: I know. because dad, I used to think dad was just not a romantic guy or he didn't do things for mom, he wasn't affectionate. Yeah. But when I think about all the things he did for my mom and her family. Yeah. yeah. For our that's mom and, our, and her family. Yeah. He showed it. In that's how action. he yeah. was able yeah, to show action. his love. So Yeah. Thanks, Lena. Thank yeah. you guys. Yeah. Uh so yeah. on to our next point is the tongue and adoption, which is a Pusiaki um or Pusiaki, which I think most people know. Most Tongan people know what that is, which it's just the the word, the Tongan word for adoption. And yeah. that hap- in our culture, it's very normal to take care of your cousin or your aunt's daughter or son. And I can think of a lot of examples, such as my dad's first cousin, Nanga. He, oh yeah. He was one of those who this is my dad's first cousin who was pretty much raised as my dad's brother. And I always knew him as my dad's brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was something I didn't really realize until I got older where dad told me that he saw our grandparents as his own parents. I don't exactly know why. I don't he know. He was
1: raised by them.
0: Yeah, and I don't know why he was raised. Were they were his parents gone
1: or N- no, my dad told me this story but I don't really know the full story I just know that I, I want to say that maybe the the parents were young and they lived far but I can't I can't quite remember mm, okay so,
0: yeah. um but this was another example of how we showed our love to our family is we extended our homes and we took care especially if we had space for them i think a lot of times this happened when either there was a lot of kids in the home or when (laughs) that's true or when parents weren't able to take care of um an example or experience that i had was when i was about 12 or 13 and i got to go live with my grandma and grandpa in hawaii uh, by myself with my first cousin Saucy, hmm. um My late f- first cousin Sosie And that was an experience on its own Because I'd never been away from my family For one thing And yeah. I I only knew my grandparents Kind of in the eyes of my of my mom So yeah. I was never with them all the time yeah. You know, my mm-hmm. mom was very hands-on with us We were always with my mom She never really left us with someone else We were always yeah. with her well, and So they lived
1: in Hawaii yeah and they live in Hawaii, so
0: we were back in utah at that time and so it was the first experience i had where i was away from my mom and it was probably one of the biggest
1: um
0: yeah life-changing things for me because i really got to know not only my grandma but my grandpa and i was named i'm named after my grandma and my late grandmother and yeah it was it was crazy because there are so many things i didn't know about her until i got that experience and there's a lot of kids that you know even some of my friends who were raised by their grandparents and i think it's only because i mean why do you guys think that i was trying to think of why a lot of grandparents
1: take care of some of the kids
2: well, well I remember. Um,
1: situation. Situation. I remember when we left Hawaii, Oni was allowed to stay for a little bit, and and I really think that Grandma was just. I think she just wanted to be near a grandkid, and yeah. she wanted to help Mom, you know, because mm. Mom was still pretty young at the time, you know. And then I remember also growing up when she told Mom. I heard. I heard her say to Mom, "If only you had left Pauline with me too." then she would have been able to go to Kahuku and she would have been able to, you know, um, play volleyball there and just stay with me, you know? Yeah. And and mom Mom was like, Yeah, I probably should have, you know, could have done that. And then so when the opportunity came for you to go, I think mom jumped on the opportunity. And yeah. I really think that it was because grandma she didn't I mean, being in Hawaii, they were really far from her grandkids, yeah. you know, and she natural. I think she had a lot of things she wanted to show us. I mean like to this day like everyone always says that her pride was her grandkids. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. well, all of our names are on the back of her gravestone in Hawaii and so she really I think she really felt like she could do a lot of good with us and so to be near us, you know, like was probably her dream, but Grandpa never really wanted to move away from Hawaii and yeah. Yeah, so well <clears throat> and i
0: think i had my grandma not got sick i probably would have stayed there with yeah. saucy we probably yeah, would have stayed yeah. there and, and probably finished school and everything so um but yeah that's a special time that i'll always remember especially not only with my grandma but with saucy and saucy again is our first cousin from my mom's older sister who passed away as well and yeah that's just a special time i and i i actually i'm just realizing just the fact that I was able to spend that time on my own with them two, yeah, who them are down. now not here with us right now so yeah, yeah you came back changed
3: yeah
0: yeah it was oh, like
1: oh, night and oh, day God I don't I even know, don't know. sister. <laughs> I
0: don't remember I because I think after that trip I you know there was a lot of things um especially about grandma that I still didn't understand and then i still it still took me a while to understand a lot of things about grandma the way that she raised me while while i was there because i didn't really meet eye to eye with her on that um until i got older so (laughs) yeah i mean that was but i mean that's one of the i wanted to bring that up because that happens a lot in our culture where A lot of parents will, you know, give their kids to either their grandparents or to their sister or to their to their cousin. some cases is maybe that couple doesn't have a have a kid or Mm. other cases may just be um, that they may not be able to take care of them. That couple may be able to take care of them better. Yeah. And just to tie that along, I think a big thing about our culture is that we will share our home and that includes yeah. having our family live with us us yeah. living with our family and it goes with that saying what's ours is yours yeah. that yeah. kind of thing yeah. and i think that's yeah. one thing i remember growing up is our family always opening doors for any of our families and one thing about mom was she would always say you can't sleep over at anybody's house but you can let any come come over, people, yeah like, come <laughs> over here, like, any of your friends or any of your Red, family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my mom true, loved true. people coming over, and she she was always her and my dad were always welcoming to anybody, including our family or even our friends, so yeah, did you guys have any other comments about that or experiences about living with your family? Oh. <coughs> okay, we will go ahead and just take a short break, and then we will be right back all right welcome back to episode three brown girls therapy and we wanted to get back into some of the things that we were talking about that uh we did out of love in our culture so the next part that we wanted to talk about was service for events that we had so betsy do you want to go ahead and just mm -hmm. expand on that and share your experiences with that okay
2: so um you know in the tongue and i feel like in the tongue culture it's just very natural to to serve to you know especially like at events um yeah. i just remember that we always when we'd go they'd be like oh y- you need to serve the food yeah and so you be like oh okay i got it <laughs> i got to i don't want to <laughs> yeah um but you know it's and it was just you know natural because you want to be useful in you know in the events you you don't want to just you know come and just like enjoy know, the event yeah <laughs> not, I can't enjoy the event just, <laughs> just well, kidding yeah, but um i know like and you know for the events they're really big and like um you know they stay up all night cooking and mm, yeah so it's like a really big thing because food is really a big thing in like <laughs> the culture you know culture. Mm-hmm. food is just a way to like
0: bring everyone together. bring everyone
2: together yeah yeah, yeah. um even with funerals and weddings graduations you know we're always trying to help you know the family is trying to we're trying to help the family as they prepare um I know for me like when it was Beppe's wedding she um we had our aunt who was like <laughs> she chose herself to be the coordinator I guess yeah. <laughs> our auntie Paul oh, because no. I mean it was great too seeing because for Pepe, like her wedding the dance was um we had a lot of like good food and um, uh-huh. i just remember Ooh. seeing you know our auntie all <laughs> our like our cousins and our aunts like moxini they were in the back you know cooking like Doing nonstop everything. the yeah. whole time and preparing getting everything out and i just remember bo at the beginning she was telling me and like i think mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> one of us she was like okay hand out these little water bottles to everyone else like, what what for there's no point they can come up it's and get dance. it I'm just kidding. Oh but you know just you now that i think just about it it's like the it's just the thought of you know trying to be give your best courteous. service yeah you know so, just yeah being serving. courteous and i think just respecting and just regarding that you know um whenever it's like time to eat it's almost like, oh, you have to make a plate for the older, you mm-hmm. know, your parents. Yeah. Growth, yeah. Or, or it's all the old people to make it, around yeah. your parents. <laughs> <I totally laughs>
3: yeah. have, you know, you got to <laughs> hold, you know? like, two
2: plates. The friend sitting by, all by all your parents. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's your parent, just a really normal friend. thing, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember growing up, and I was like, that's just normal, you know. <laughs> but then it's a lot of people, you know, other cultures, they don't really...
3: Yeah, the they get their own plate. Yeah, you know. yeah. 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 get your own plate, Grandma. But um,
2: and I remember whenever, even when we go to like ward dances, I remember dads. always like, oh, go check the kitchen if they need help. And you're like, oh man, I don't want to, <laughs> but you but, know, you you know just yeah, peek in and look, y'all need like, help. Y'all need help? Just yeah but just i think it. yeah just the whole it's all out of like, <coughs> respect for mm-hmm. you know each other this and the mean. love for each other you want to just do what you can you know yeah. do your part so you can just help those that are you know do coordinating the event or even just you just want to help and i think that's just a huge value in our culture yeah, yeah. Uh, serving. serving
0: serving others yeah, yeah. thanks thanks betsy um and then we want to get into our last part or our last topic that we want to bring up um for this uh, for this segment is being very close to your siblings. Yes. So Ola, do you want to go ahead and just
3: share more information on that <laughs> yeah, and your own experiences? One. Uh yeah, sure. So um in our experience, well, I'm pretty sure for most Tongan families, you know, there's a special bond that Those you Polynesian have. Those Polynesian families too. Yeah, Polynesian, whatever. You know, there's a special yeah. bond you have with your siblings, or you're always close. And um, in our family, my dad was especially close to his sisters, and he's the youngest of 13. So, he's the baby, you know, everyone loves him and, you know, mm. cherishes him. Yeah. And there's one particular um experience that um I remembered growing up, and it's us- it was when so, our, like, one, his one sister, um, and, melanie was it, yeah, 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 that lived, you know, nearby, he would she always bring food to, yeah, you know. he would always bring, um, food to her, like, during the holidays, and it wasn't, like, one plate or something, it was, like, this huge box of food, mm-hmm. and, you know, he would go and give it to her, and, you know, it, you know, it was, it, it's just, sh- you know, him showing his love and him, you know, serving his sister. And he didn't, you know, it wasn't anything like crazy, like a lot of money or something, but it was just, oh, the one, the thing that I can give, I should give to, you yeah. know, my sister, yeah. see if yeah. she's okay. Yeah. And, you know, usually you'd, you'd think like, oh, when they're older or you have your own family, they have their yeah. own families, you know, you don't need to worry about them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in the Polynesian families, you know, you, no matter how old you are, you're always gonna be close with your siblings. Yeah. You're always yeah. gonna wanna keep that bond.
0: And dad was very... He always wanted to make sure to visit his family. Yeah. When we went to L.A., f- just barely, for our cousin's funeral. Oh, yeah, our yeah. Our niece's... Our niece's not funeral. Wedding. Our niece's <laughs> wedding. <laughs> wedding. <laughs> our niece's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he He has a sister who's actually in a nursing home, and she's very sick, actually. Like, she actually needs help on a daily basis. And I remember the day when we were about to drive out, he asked me, and I, I was... No, we don't have time because me and Siona actually had to work the next yeah, day. Ouch. and <laughs> yeah, I but, I don't know. Yeah. I felt Shaking so bad afterwards cuz he said, "What if this is the last time or the last chance I can see her?" Yeah. Oh. And so yeah, we went and we saw her before we left yeah, and it was, really good. it was it was so depressing actually cuz she was by herself in a nursing home and yeah. she can't really speak. She was not really there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or she wasn't really coherent, so it was it was it was really sad, but it was it was special just for my dad to see her because that was one of his sisters that he was really close. Really with, close. Yeah. A sister that I remember growing up with that sister and her kids. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, I just wanted to. They used to come no, because. Yeah. Because that yeah. was. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It was really sad. Yeah. And with my mom, like there's um she was really she made sure like with the with not only her siblings, but her siblings, kids. So her sister's kids, like, she would always treat them really well and treat, like, any of our cousins that came over, she'd always treat them well. And I remember um my uh cousin on my dad's side, and, you know, this is my dad's side. She, w- you know, she was talking to me and she was like, you know, I remember your mom, like, never treated me any different uh when she came over. And, you know, it's just, it's just weird because, you know, you're like, you know. It's just part of their culture to show love to anybody. You know, they yeah. welcome. We can we welcome. You know, our cousins or anyone who comes into the house. So that was a big part of growing up. My mom, she would. Something I I never saw her. Mom, oh. Yeah, yeah I never saw that. her like treat anyone differently. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Ola.
0: Did you uh, Did you have any other experiences that you wanted to share on that subject? No. No. Okay.
3: No, thank you. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, we're gonna actually just wrap up this segment and we just hope that people uh anyone who's listening can take a little bit of what we said um and see exactly how we see love in our culture and that we were raised with this love in our childhood yeah, So yeah we're gonna just take another break and then we're gonna get into our next segment so we'll see you guys soon all right welcome back to brown girls therapy episode Ooh. three we are now going to talk about sex. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that was all I did. That. <laughs> so,
0: mm-hmm. I, I know <laughs> it seems like it's going to be cringe and awkward, but trust me, we're going to get through this together. This may be for more mature listeners, so just be aware. M. And just a disclaimer, again, <laughs> this may be a trigger warning or this may make you feel some type of way so please Uh understand we are doing this for a reason and we're just going to actually go through some questions because sex is just such a taboo topic and i have yet to actually hear i've heard it a couple of times from other polynesian podcasters there's only a a couple Mm -hmm. and i would have to say there's one in particular for the cultures they're very open about their sexuality which i love And they've talked about it. They've hit some points on it. But I think for the most part, it's just something that no one really talks about. So we wanted to just go through some questions that we've had about sex and what we've been raised with or how we grew up in our culture, especially in our culture, the Tongan culture being so strict. Um, And, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and get into our first question so everyone Ooh, okay. okay so our first question that we're gonna start with was when did you first encounter sex and do you remember how it made you feel Ooh. um,
2: Betsy do you I remember I feel like I feel I'm we're not sure I feel like it's from a movie I saw it from a movie yep like probably first time you know when they were about to you know get it on Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, oh, awkward. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, just feeling really like, oh, not wanting to think about
0: it or talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much, yeah. I think that was everyone. Yeah. I think mine was the same with Betsy, except, um, well, the one that I do remember was um, in eighth grade when we had the, you know, the sex ed yeah. class or whatever. Yeah. They had that yeah. one day where they talked about everything yeah that's the one i i yeah. like vividly remember wow just because they actually that's like the first time where i saw like pictures and stuff you know because they show oh yeah uh, oh all yeah. the pictures Wow, really? yeah that's the only thing i remember though they didn't really show like how you know happens. the action of it the action yeah, yeah. Just they the only the showed inside, the parts um, yeah like no so, skin so yeah even with
3: that i was still confused at pictures. what goes where <laughs>
0: and all that yeah action.
3: like uh-huh. what is that like my intestine. Well, what? No, kidding. Kidding.
0: Kidding. what are What do the two things it's have to skinny. do together?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's you know. Question. Yeah. yeah,
0: but yeah, that was still confused me even though I saw that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine was. Uh, sh- sh- uh, my parents. I saw my. I saw the parentals doing it. <laughs> oh my! Oh <God. laughs> You know, oh, God. Which parentals. Ten,
0: which parentals. Ten?
2: Oh, Not the first one. <laughs>
3: Me oh. first parents, biological oh my, parents. my biological parents. You know, because I used to sleep <laughs> on the floor by the bed. You know, make my little cushions. Wow. And uh, yeah, in the action.
1: Really oh yeah,
3: thing I think about so it. I was too. just confused. That. I, I, I had was that just to be too. confused. You know, how old? Uh, cried a little, huh? Um, I think I was like ten. Oh my goodness. because so, you know, it was when mom Sorry and dad was still mind. together. So. Yeah. Yeah, well I, I didn't know you know? I didn't know it was that I was just like, just like what the heck what the heck's going on Yeah, naked I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm sorry
2: why is the bed moving just kidding um,
0: I'm just kidding sorry
2: that. Like, keep it keep sorry <laughs> keep Sorry. Oh my keep God. no I'm we just saying mature, so that's, so. that's what was going
0: through my head cause that's, I didn't yeah, see I it know. I remember waking up Honey. and I was like and it was bed. like no I was by the bed just kidding all s- <laughs> hey, what? That needs to go
3: <laughs> yeah, it was um traumatizing. <laughs>
2: okay. okay.
0: But, you know, Next. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm.
1: Lena. When was the? Do you remember? or you don't remember. No, I don't. I don't actually remember. I. I don't know. Yeah. I. I think it was like a little bit at a time. Oh yeah. And so I yeah. think it was a lot of confusion. Yeah. 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 Okay, but that was the sense. same with me too. Yeah, yeah, I'm know, like, so. like me too. yeah, you know, like Yeah. You know, like
0: I think you I actually see
2: so yeah. <laughs> and then Seeing
0: you, the the the
2: <laughs> you, yeah. you
3: the the gotta put box. it all together That's in your, <laughs> 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 your head and you wanna add on the internet. Unless you just
1: saw the whole thing all together at once. So
0: Well, and I think one thing that I'm grateful for is that we didn't really have a computer or when we were growing up. The one thing I remember <laughs> <a> was <laughs> this, this yeah. movie. I remember this one movie, this one DVD um this one movie that dad had that my parents had I believe had that already, and it was like a regular movie. <laughs> but then yeah. when I when when I remember it now, it was that Indian movie, the Kama Sutra movie. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. God. Oh yeah I yeah yeah. It yeah. yeah yeah. I, 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 I saw, saw that one too. That one. Okay. Oh, I saw that yeah. too. Was that was true. No, that. no. But I remember finding in that head. DVD yeah. and mom and them Them's the club. Yeah, and I didn't know so. Suss. At that time, actually, I didn't know, you know even what Kama we Sutra was. Yeah. I didn't even know that what that was. Indian I was Indian just, Indian oh my gosh, another Indian movie. I love Indian movies. Ooh, and poor poor the Indian Kama Shows, Sutra, for those poor who poor don't know, if you're living on a different planet, is pretty much the Bible for sex in India. And it, anyways, yeah. So that was probably one of my first remember, experiences or encounters that yeah. I remember vividly about sex. And so I just remember thinking, I... I felt disgusted and I also was wondering why my parents had it and I just thought, especially with us, we were very active in the church. And so I just thought it was, it was gross. And I, I just didn't understand it. You know, again, we were too young to really know exactly what sex was and what what it really, what it really was. Um, we just didn't know. So that brought a whole lot of confusion. Mm. Um, Why do you guys think it's important to talk about sex to your kids or even in your family? It's just so that, you know, you can bring awareness to them. And so that, like, if it ever comes down to it, you know, your kids know what it is or yeah, or they know the safety. I mean, like the how to be safe if they were to do it or, you know, maybe why it's not a good reason to do it beforehand, like before you get married or, or something yeah but i think just <clears throat> telling them and educating them it'll save a lot of them going out and doing it and like being curious because and confused yeah right Cause i feel like when you keep them in the dark they're more prone to go out and be like oh. experiment mm-hmm. and- oh did this do you know stuff <laughs> that like that? yeah mm-hmm. what does this go inside uh-huh. what happened mm-hmm. oh that's yeah, what it's for you know <laughs> <laughs> sorry but then also uh you know it's it's like normal and it's like healthy feelings yeah mm-hmm. so you yeah. know when they do go through it i feel like if you talk to your kids about it they'll be able to come to you if they have these feelings or if maybe they're feeling a certain way instead of being scared to yeah because you never talk about it yeah yeah at least that was what it was for me Yeah. and just to add on to the healthy feelings i think that's a big thing is that a lot of times, especially for Polynesian parents, they don't think of it as normal when you have, yeah. these, especially yeah. like when girls and boys have these sexual feelings and technically they're they're healthy. And if we talked about it more and we knew how to handle it, we mm-hmm. could handle it in an appropriate way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the reason why it ends up going too far or... There ends up being addiction to certain things or, you know, to possibly pornography Mm -hmm. is because we're not having enough conversation or awareness. And so that's one thing that I I wish parents understood was that there are a lot of healthy feelings that you should have about sex. And it's just being able to handle them in the appropriate way and knowing how to control
1: them. So. Ola yeah. or Paulina, yeah. whatever. Well, I'm just gonna bounce off of what Choco said about you know, cause I think it brings a trust factor in there, um, and so like, you know, if you can talk to your kids about one of the most sacred things, yeah, then they'll be more likely to bring, you know, maybe things that have happened to them or maybe yeah. things yeah, that yeah. they've oh my gosh. seen. Yes. You know, like uh, I I just think that it creates this more of a trust, this bond with your kids, so that that door is opened now. You know what I mean? Like it would be much easier to talk about all the hard things if you were able to get this this big thing out of the way with them. You know, and then they yeah. knew that, oh man, it like if I was feeling some type of way about a person or I was out with my boyfriend the other night and he tried something like it, it would be cool if if a kid was like I think my mom can talk to me about this or you know, yeah, they they want to go talk to her about it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah yeah Ola yeah just you know same as you guys just it's just important for them to know because to know the effects of it you know because I feel like it can go a lot of different ways when they don't know you know just like with pornography you know they they might think that like porn is real you know and that's what you're supposed to do and they might you know go rape somebody like uh, you know for being yeah. totally right yeah. they don't I understand do <laughs> right. and then stuff like that yeah i meant like when i was growing up my mom like she ne- they never talked about it mom never talked about it so i thought it was such a big deal that like when i said even one thing about it she would get immediately mad so i just think that it's important for parents to also like get the their emotions yeah you know, the because you know, about it. yeah just, I think, just reminding them that it's natural, you know, because yeah. you have a lot of feelings and you're gonna grow up and you're gonna be like, oh, this is like, what's wrong with me? You know, why, why am I yeah. feeling this way? And it yeah, can, t- and it can, it can really turn to you, your, um, yeah, with your relationships when you self. do, yeah, yeah. yeah so I think it's just, yeah, and as long as the kids know, then they'll, you know, it. Cause when the kids don't know, I feel it, I feel like it makes them feel stupid. You know, they're like, "Oh, my parents don't want to tell me this, so I'm gonna go figure it out myself." So, right,
0: know, right. That's true. Thanks, Ola. Um, well, just to just to last add on, I also wanna just mention how important it is about uh protection for your for your kids, um, knowing different things about sex, like if someone touches them.
3: Or if yeah. someone
0: tries yeah. to make them do something. A lot of kids, especially um, in cases where little kids are getting touched by their aunt or their uncle and they don't understand what it is, they think it's just playing around. You know, yeah. a lot of adults will trick them and say, Let's play a game, do you wanna to touch here? And right, I think yeah. having those type of discussions with your kids, that will help them to stay protected and to yeah. be able to know the signs if someone's trying to possibly hurt them sexually. Or physically, yeah, yeah. So, <clears the science.
3: throat> oh, I think, that's another. Oh, I think um, also like teaching them that sex like it doesn't equal love. You know, yeah. there's yes. lust and there's a lot of things that come with yeah. sex. So you know, because yeah, just like what you said, if they, you know, a lot of um, people of will justify it too. as love. Like, oh, yeah. I love you, the so the let's movies. do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or this is this like you'll do this if you love me, right? You know? yeah. So yeah. you just have to thing that there's a physical peer pressure yeah you know there's a physical there's that physical like need or or urge and then there's you know with the emotional the love and everything yeah yeah
1: i want to bounce off of what all i said earlier too about um when you don't talk about it then you kind of feel you know you kind of feel stupid like yeah when parents don't talk to their kids they kind of feel stupid so i was just thinking the opposite like if you talk to your kids then you know, like perhaps it'll give them like a sense of power and of confidence. Yeah, so yeah. when oh. those power. things happen, like someone tries to trick you into like touching them or something, yeah. Then because they've already been informed by their parents, they can be yeah. like, Oh no, I know what you're doing. Right. Yeah, they can see the signs yeah. a little bit quicker and maybe save themselves earlier. Yeah.
0: Um
1: Betsy um. I
2: don't know, what you guys are saying You guys did all what I was going <laughs> to oh. say. So that's why I'm saying quiet. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, yeah, just I guess ditto on everything. I think just, you know, at the end, it's really just about making them aware and making yourself aware of all the different things. Yeah. Um, You know, like even if you're older and, you know, because I feel like I there's still a lot that I don't really know. Yeah. You know, about sex and all mm-hmm. that it entails. Um, I think I, you know, just have to do research and look at different, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, research about it and just make sure. myself more aware of, like, mm-hmm. what, what's going to happen or if someone were to do something to me that's, like, yeah. completely, you know, yeah, you can I'm not sure to, what it is. Yeah. Talk to yeah. your
0: married siblings, too.
1: Yeah. Well, well, yeah. 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 I think you know, it's...
0: Talking <clears throat> to someone you're, you can...
1: Can test. I struggle? Yeah. Alina. Well, I think it's important uh, for, you know, like, you guys awkward. to also... <laughs> and I'm talking about like you guys, the listeners to also understand that even though this is a topic that's not really, um, talked about very much, we're talking about it today to bring awareness that it is okay to talk about, but yeah. also keep in mind yeah. that awareness of it and talking about it with the right people, you know, right. with, yes, With yeah. people that you <clears throat> feel comfortable with <clears throat> and that they feel comfortable with, Excuse like. Me. I always tell, like, my fourth graders, like, I don't want you to tell me anything you're not comfortable with. Right, you yeah. Know, you gotta still, like, kind of guard yourself. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, yeah, and so... Yeah, still protect like, yourself. Yeah, with. and so we're all sisters, and, you know, like, I don't want you going next door and being like, hey, <laughs> brown girls therapy said I could talk about sex, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, no. you know, so it's still... I think that it's definitely a topic that's, that's, like, um, not... That's under what do you, what do you, you know, like it's wreck. been under the wreck. Yeah, it's like it's not, long overdue. Yeah to be yeah, honest, yeah. this topic. Yeah. yeah.
0: And just okay, sorry, to la my last add on because I just had this this discussion with my husband's nephew before we got here was about the uh respect of your partner or of someone that you're with and making sure that you respect their decision about sex if they don't yeah. want to have yeah. sex. Um, Being able to understand if they say no or Mm -hmm. making sure that you understand that because even though he may have already known that, I think just having that discussion with them when it does come up if the person who you are about to have it with, if they say no... Respecting that yeah. and making sure that you're not forcing that on to anybody. Yeah. So
1: I think that's also yes. very important yeah. to talk trouble. about. And no means no. Yeah, yeah, do. yeah. Okay. okay. Doesn't matter what Even she was wearing. Yeah. And it doesn't matter okay. if you're like no. Okay. Or he. I know she wanted it. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no matter what she's no.
0: wearing, yeah. no matter what he's doing, because it doesn't yeah. matter some you're girls will do either. it on guys. Yeah, too. yeah. No yeah, doesn't
3: matter. No
0: means no. So, any other last thoughts before we wrap this part up? This topic up or not? This question up, sorry. No. Okay. Okay, so the next focus that we wanted to talk about was safe sex. And I don't think we talk about it enough. Um, one thing that brings up that comes up in my mind about this is I don't know if anyone's been watching or ever watched the Nine Day Fiancé show.
3: Oh my, God. And oh my
0: There was a season where this half Samoan, half white. Uh, girl was, oh, yeah. you know, she was meeting with a Samoan guy, straight from Samoa, mm-hmm. and I can't even remember mm-hmm. his name. Asuelu, but, Asuelu. Asuelu yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a part in his interview where they're asking why didn't you use a condom, and he oh, gosh, he says yeah. specifically condoms are for slut people. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I honestly believe that was bro. the majority of Polynesians' opinions because even yeah. when I thought of condoms, I always thought it was for people who had sex a lot or people who were yeah. really being a home trashy or should. they slept around a lot. I never thought mm-hmm. of it as something that, you Made know, trying to be protective, trying to actually yeah. stay safe. Yeah. And so that's one thing that we wanted to talk about was just how important it is to have safe sex. And so what are your guys thoughts on that?
2: Um, I know when I like first saw, like, you know, was exposed to like kind of that was really just for movies and, I mean, I feel like I learned the most was, because, you know, I'm obsessed with Law & Order. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, SVU. SVU. <laughs> and, you know, That's there's hot. always, like, you know, talking about, like, you know, condoms and being safe. And it's, you know, it's not just about, like, um, just how people were saying. I mean, you know, it's also about keeping their, their body safe and, you know, them being aware of, like, not, um... Man i just like don't know how to say it um i think oh my gosh I can't even DMV think of them being what, what? I, w- well i was just thinking of like you know they uh, them secure. just know yeah being yeah. secure like yeah. when they are to like have sex you know like if a, a girl doesn't want to get pregnant for me yeah. Right. Like, yeah i mean you know you can still catch something i think even with the yeah. condom but yeah you know just i think it's a thinking way of like both. security yeah yeah for them, for like the person going in, because they'll, um, you know, so they are just aware of, like, like nothing really, they're not going to be like surprised, you know, if anything, yeah. for like what's going to happen after. Yeah.
1: Um, it's just like extra protection. Yeah. 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 So and not I'm just, really all for it. Yeah. Just, and
0: not just condoms, but also birth control. Oh, yeah. Birth and control, I think yeah. with, with, specifically with the Tongan culture, well, yeah. I think just changing the way we see um condoms and and birth Birth controls because Mm. i think we saw it as such a dirty thing rather than something that can be protective over us and uh did you guys have yeah i mean i used to see it as like well we,
2: we don't you don't need to use those at all like after you get married you know you're like oh we don't have to worry about condoms and birth control right that's how i saw it and then i'm like oh well you know they're People still take it. I mean, I remember seeing like, a married couple, and they, like, you know, still... What, the girl still took birth control, and I was like, what for, you know, why? And then I'm like, oh, it's because, you know, they don't want to have any more they kids, or, marriage. you know. Yes. No. Right. Yeah, you know. See, but that's
1: also with the assumption that you're going to wait till you get married. Yeah. You know? Oh, know, and, right, and the problem right. is, yeah. with, with that assumption, is that sometimes it doesn't happen. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know. sometimes you're yeah you know what I mean like eh. and so being able to be informed about how to have safe sex if you're ever in that situation is is really important because you know then you at least know then you're at least informed Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah um so Choco I wanted to just get your experience not trying to But I, I just wanted to kind of get your take on your experience that you've had, um, because Choco, uh, she did get pregnant before she got married and I just wanted to kind of pick your brain on, because I feel like it's, it's, you know, it's within our homes that we, we realize that because we didn't have these conversations about this, that it happens to us on um, you know certain cases like this and just kind of what your overall i mean i know for you and alfred obviously you guys were you know active and so <laughs> i mean did you think <laughs> just i just uh, want to know you know yeah. i am curious just say your you. Story. but you guys were yeah. in love well no i well we i did think about it uh when we were first first started you know, and even when we'd go to the store, sometimes I'd be like, oh, let's get a condom. Well, what was funny is that me and him would both be too embarrassed to go take it to the register Yeah. Yeah. And like that so, happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I feel like, you know, if we weren't embarrassed, we probably would have gotten one. Or if I took the time to go to the doctor to get like a thing. But I just felt like I wasn't. So I was lazy, but then on top, like, I just never thought that I would get Prego. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Just yeah, like I was me. Dumb. I don't know. No. Just never, not me. You know, I was just like, I <laughs> never thought. Don't
3: think would happen to you. Yeah, like, of course, would of course.
0: Happen- me Yeah, and then like. <laughs> Closer. And then, um. <laughs> and then, and then even sometimes <laughs> then, he'd be like, oh, you know, um, I'll pull out. So if a guy says they'll pull out, don't, don't take his word for it because more than likely he won't. If you don't well, know what that, that me means, not look a guarantee. it up. It's not yeah, a guarantee. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you know, we basically—I don't know—I just want to say I was being dumb, but I just never yeah. thought it would happen okay, to me. But yeah. it's not. I Of
3: course, that makes—I
0: just feel like sense. because we never, you know, it was not something we thought about. Yeah, you just think you're. Yeah, out. you're
2: well, just kind of. You're not in that. You know, it's just idea. like <laughs> it's just like what you yeah, said exactly. though. You were
1: embarrassed, like so, like not talking about it and not being like. Oh, no, this is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. For our protection. That embarrassment yeah, exactly. comes, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I definitely feel if mom talked to me about it or if I wasn't embarrassed, you know, for yeah, some reason. Kind of normalized, so more aware, yeah, normalized. Yeah. That I would yeah. have done that and and gotten it. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But,
3: yeah. But I mean, that's... Yeah, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Live and learn. Live and learn. Let's yeah. see. Uh, It was, it was like, what, how many, like six, seven months and then I got pregnant.
3: So yeah. that's why I was like, oh, oh now pretty long. never gonna happen. <laughs> <kidding>. I know. <laughs> no, you no, we were pretty, pretty long. far. No, that's why uh, right. okay, no and I mean no, pretty, pretty long.
0: <laughs> no, also with the knowledge thing is like, you know, I also thought too that um you know it was like a one and done. And so because we were doing it for so long oh. and I wasn't getting pregnant, I was like, oh you know, I'm not gonna Go get pregnant go oh, ahead yeah. Go, you know? yeah yeah so you know a lot of people think that you'll get prego after one in, hit and it. yeah record. you're or yeah but like it being, just depends if it doesn't happen the first yeah time, if it doesn't it's happen, happen it's not gonna happen. yeah yeah thanks thanks and you get it okay never mind no go back. ahead no i was just gonna easy. say like when you're doing it with someone like you love i feel like when you it's really hard you to stop, stop yeah especially if you get in whoever says they do it once lying stop <laughs> lying to yourself it's okay don't just kidding them. oh yeah, <laughs> oh, know, that. yeah. Well, that's, that's true <laughs> no, exactly, didn't enjoy that. no to be honest i i had like two experiences where like so my my first boyfriend and then a guy I was talking to they tried to do it with me and i was so good about being like f to the no like get away from me yeah that's why i always thought like if a guy was ever to like um cross those boundaries or try to you'd be good I would you were good yeah. my shield up yeah. and then you fall in love and it just like yeah open well, gate but is ripped, ripped open, open. Do yeah once, so just it's like open. yeah just a good insight you know it is that yeah is. It's, it's, good. Good. it's yeah true. it's true i almost got, got raped but anyways <laughs> no just like anything <laughs> hey, though just no, seeing it one time or doing anyways. it one time you get addicted to it or you can It's hard to stop doing it. So, yeah. Thank you, Chuckle, for sharing that. I know that was a lot of information and very personal and vulnerable. Just to FYI, I've never shared that with them until today. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm sweating. I didn't. (laughs) That's (laughs) good insight. We appreciate you. you. Also, everything that we're talking about now, if for our Mm -hmm. listeners, this is the first time we've ever discussed this kind of topic, even amongst each other. I think a few of us have talked about it here and there, but it's never been this open and with this much detail yeah Yeah. so this is very new to us we may sound awkward but um so we're gonna take another short break and then we'll be right back
3: another big important thing that we missed was you know, STDs and you know, checking your you know, you going to the doctor, checking yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know, because I feel like Polynesians they don't really think they can, you know, catch S T D catch any disease, you know, separatized they don't
1: like doctors. Obviously.
3: Yeah, don't go to yeah. the doctor. Yeah. But it's really talk about that.
1: Yeah. Especially that. It.
3: Especially with your partner too. That. I feel like you know, just be you know, communicate with them because you never know you might do it you got an std from them or you might have given it to them you know so just making sure you're both healthy and yeah that
0: brings up another um point about you know making sure you talk to your partner about sex and your history of like your who who you had sex with before because Mm -hmm. if anyone remembers the movie fear malinge
1: Okay, oh, it's a bollywood yeah.
0: movie oh, where yeah. the guy he sleeps with this girl and she didn't know that he actually had aids and then she ended up catching it and so, yeah. so just making sure that you actually talk to your partner and knowing their history and making sure that they're clean also as well as yourself yeah because that's only fair to people point. who you're yeah who you're doing it with so yeah, yeah. i think
1: that's another there thing is some that, close quarters uh, it should be okay to ask your partner to take some tests, you know, like, yes, yeah. and you if can they don't know yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, especially yeah. if they, you know, if you're not the first one they've slept with, like, you know, that's just being fair to your partner, just like what Peppa said. Yeah. yeah.
3: And it's nothing to be, like, embarrassed about. Embarrassed about, about especially going to the doctor for yourself.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people, sometimes they don't realize that they have anything because sometimes you don't show symptoms yeah. Yeah. until much later. And yeah. it's just always more safer on yourself and also the, your partner that you're um, doing it with. So, or your partner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So our next, any other comments before we get to our next question?
3: Negative.
0: Okay. Perfect. So our next question is, what do you guys think is... Or when do you guys think is the best time and age to have sex?
2: I'd say, personally, like, 18. <laughs> I was going to say. Or, you oh, know, when you're out of, school, out
3: of high school. Yeah, like 20.
2: Maybe 18 to tw- I don't know. I feel like it's really just if you're aware. As long as you know, you know, mm-hmm. about sex and you know all, like, the consequences, all the things that, you know, might happen before and after. Yeah. Then I think that's, like okay like if you feel like you're fully like mature enough and yeah and you're confident that you are knowledgeable with like all that stuff yeah then i think it's you know yeah i mean i wouldn't i I wouldn't want like you know my own child like in high school junior high to be doing it yeah 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 Yeah. yeah. you know older (laughs) but a lot of teens are doing it you know 19 yeah yeah. like I feel it ties in with like them not knowing really what it is yeah just so being
0: curious, just being and, curious. Yeah. and bored or going with the crowd you know everyone's doing that. yeah normal yeah like being bored mm-hmm. like you know Juno yeah, yeah. I was like it's Jury a little Juno yeah. Oh, yeah. So just bored. yeah yeah. well and it's like the more that you hang out with someone the easier it is to just one yeah. it, or the more tempted fluid, you are yeah. to Pounce just on do things it. together <laughs> and, so um yeah. No, no, yeah, hard, no, hard. I think uh, so. My, the first time that I did it, I was like 27 or 26, or I was 27, I think. And I think the older the better, just because you're more mature, you know your body, you know how to yeah, handle feelings. True. Yeah. And a yeah, lot of people say that like once you do it you you automatically have this attachment to that person and that's usually true a lot of people right. tend to have yeah, I was
3: gonna say um,
0: that. an attachment and if that person is only in it for just that pleasure just for that one time then it's hard to get out of that funk and thankfully for me you know even after we did it I didn't really feel because obviously we broke up me and and that uh, person that I w- that I was with and we broke up and i didn't really feel anything t- yeah um i felt like i was mature enough and um yeah. you know did i wish that i left and i saved it from a husband
1: yes but <laughs> it wasn't anything time. yeah i yeah, can't know. turn back time it, it and I, I, I still feel yeah. that
0: i was mature enough to understand my feelings and i didn't get into some crazy depression or some crazy yeah. emotional coaster yeah. Yeah. Like because of it yeah, so I I do believe that the the older you are, the better, just because you, um, especially as a woman, you understand your feelings better, and you know your body, and you know how to control, um, whatever feelings comes after that, and so. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree. But I do yes, also, we're... I do also believe that um, you don't necessarily have to be married, but I do think it's important to share it with someone that you do love or someone that. Y- you feel protected with or yeah you, yeah you know i think um f- to each their own people can do it if they want to with whoever they feel like they want to but i do believe that it's it's a special it's a special thing and being yeah. able to share it with someone at least who uh respects about, you yeah. or way. feels the same way about you um it it at least Feels better. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So I definitely, I definitely suggest to at least share that moment with someone special that yeah. feels the same way that you do. So about them. So
1: yeah. And I'll just bounce off of Peppa's because I, I agree with her. Like, I think the older the better. Just because sometimes if you're younger, um, your boyfriend may want to do it, but you're not really ready for it, and you kind of feel pressured, and so, yes. you know what I mean? Yes, that, that's another thing that can happen. And if you're older, then just like what Pepe said, like maybe you have more control over your feelings, or you can stand up for yourself a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, the other thing that you know Pepe said was that once you do it, sometimes you feel um, attached to that Attachment. person. Yeah. But I think it also can go with like sometimes you feel attached to it you know yeah. like, yeah it's kind of like ooh I love this feeling I'm gonna go have sex with anybody you know yeah. what I mean like, yeah yeah and so like if you're older and you kind of understand that you kind of gave yourself away a little bit a little part of yourself to somebody yeah. you know maybe you don't want to do all that but you know I think yeah just like what Peppa said uh, it's I think the the older you are the better and with someone that you love um, and that you feel safe with and you're
0: yeah 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 that will
1: respect you. Yeah.
3: Yep. Ola? Uh I'd say like uh twenty three or something. Twenty <laughs> three <laughs> <23? laughs> <laughs> or How old y- are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm nineteen. Uh, you know, just when you're ready, you know, or when you feel you know what exactly what Betsy was saying, you feel comfortable enough and yeah. with your own body and with your you know, what's gonna happen and everything. So yeah okay
0: thanks Ola so the last thing that we wanted to talk about and this is going to be a big question for the married people but of course the singles can chime in to their opinion but how important do you guys think sex is in marriage and in, uh, and the communication on sex in marriage
2: very important
0: Okay. Really important. <laughs> Chuckle. Why? Um, it's just good to be on the same page with your significant other about that topic specifically, because I mean, th- uh, a good majority of your relationship is the intimacy and all that, mm. and if there's no intimacy mm. or or any of that, I just feel like you don't really have as strong as a connection, yeah. mm-hmm. or yeah. it's easier to. Um, given to other temptations, yeah, true. yeah, true, true. Just from true what I've seen. But, anyways, yeah, you know, it's just m- making sure you're on the same page as your significant other, and you know, um, knowing what they want or what they like, and yeah. being okay with that.
1: Yeah, I think, I think the same thing as Chuckle. Like, it's, it's probably like one mm-hmm. of the most it's probably like one of the best times to see your partner vulnerable. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And sometimes that vulnerability like opens up after, you know, and so uh when you share that intimate session with them afterwards sometimes session. <laughs> <I know>. session, <laughs> um, session number sometimes three sometimes when just you kidding. afterwards <laughs> you, just you have like <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Just you kidding. have like the best um you know intimate talks Some, too, yeah, so yeah sometimes you're the
0: best conversation yeah
1: and i think it's true. it's it's a way for like because i know i know well i'm not gonna say i know but from my experience you know like Poly- polynesian men have a hard time like opening up and yeah. they have a hard yeah. time being vulnerable yeah. and yeah, so like true. when a man has the courage to ask their their partner what they want from them and and them understanding that their partner loves them enough to try it or whatever yeah. then it it kind of puts them in a position where they're kind of, vul- you know, they're vulnerable and they get to experience what yeah. it's like to be like, oh, you know, this person loves me so much too and so
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I agree, thanks Lena. Um and I think as far as um Sorry. Um, but yeah, I think I agree that it is one of the most important things in your marriage. And I think being able to talk to your partner about that is important because again, if you love that person, you want to make them happy in everything, not just in um, not just in the home, but also again in, in your personal intimacy. You want to make sure to be happy, make them happy. And I think one of the things I noticed about with Polynesians or like with Tongan couples is that sex almost seemed like a chore to them. Yeah. It seemed oh. like something that was just done to either have kids or just to do because you were married. Yeah. And I just felt that it was—it just seemed uncomfortable or didn't seem, it. it looked like it hurt a lot. And yeah. I think also that that goes along with a lot of our parents and our grandparents they they just knew how to do how to have sex, but they didn't understand how to have like be aroused like having foreplay like those certain things to help your partner to make it feel better and I think that's uh one of the important things to do is is making sure your partner is comfortable, making sure your spouse is comfortable and being on the same page of, of you know when you guys are actually um doing it that you guys are on the same page of um yeah on the same yeah. page of everything. <laughs> yeah. so sorry i'm having a brain fart <laughs> but <laughs> yeah i i definitely agree that communicating on what you like just like choco said is important and then i think being respectful of your partner's and not talking to your family or to your to your friends, friends. Yeah. about things you don't like, maybe, or things that you wish your partner did, and or wish your spouse did. I think that's you want to you want to keep you want to. Okay to, yeah. Yeah, to yeah. I think it's okay yeah, to yeah say that to your partner. I think it's okay to, of course, gonna do? right? <laughs> do it for you. Just <laughs> oh, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa! That also wow, goes in line, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, you also have to be careful of who you talk about this with, because yeah, again, they might take advantage of you. Right, and, and they might go snitch to your partner, and then your yeah. the partner's gonna be like, "What the f divorce?" Is yeah, <laughs> just so just, I yeah, I I think it is very respectful. It you. is very uh, personal information, and you want to keep that just between you and your spouse. And if you are having issues with your sex life bring that up to your partner bring that up to your spouse Uh and then i believe if they do love you they'll make sure to at least meet you halfway or try and work on it and make things better and so did anyone else have any comments on that nope perfect okay so we will take our last break and then we will be right back Okay, so just to wrap up the topic of sex, we just hope that our listeners were able to take something or learn something from what we talked about. And we hope that you guys will be able to just be more open and explore your sexuality. If you don't want to, then that's fine. But if you are exploring your sexuality, I think um, as other Pacific Islanders, we can help to avoid judging other women or judging other men. Yep. Oh yeah. It, because uh, honestly, it's none of our business. Yeah. You, yeah. Whatever you're doing in your sex life, that's your sex life. Yeah. We be, should just be worry be about safe ourselves. Though. Be safe. so Yeah, just be safe. Be safe uh communicate to your partner and was there any other last thoughts on that topic?
3: You know, if you do have standards, you know, just keep, keep them, them to yourself. I'm yeah. Or, you know, you. It's you yourself. You know, your don't worry about somebody else's. To find. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't but, worry about you your know. standards on other people.
3: Yeah. Force your oh wow.
0: Yeah. On other yeah. That was great. Your standards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right, we're gonna go ahead and just get to. <laughs> Wait, do you guys have last another comment? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lena. Y'all laugh for dinner any other last comments no to wrap up the topic okay we will go ahead and just uh, be back with our next topic okay welcome back to broncos therapy and this is our last segment before we end our episode so we just wanted to end on what our last thoughts or what we learned or what advice we can give to our audience about these topics that we talked about in this episode so viola you want to go first
3: well what i learned (laughs) is to love yourself and love you you know be open with your partner and with yourself you know if you got some stuff in there if you got some feelings and you're just hiding them you know let them out and you know discover more things be knowledgeable yeah yeah and mind your business
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, yeah. Ola? Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Ola. Okay. Uh mine's like Ola's. I was just gonna say I think it's really important to uh be aware, be open, and be honest. <laughs> and so that and that goes with everything like sex, love, all the things because relationships thrive on open and honest communication. So
3: Wow
2: yeah. Wow, that's good.
1: Uh mine is thank
2: I- you. I think it's important to cherish like the small things about love um that you found in your life you know whether you're living alone or with family or even with you know your own chosen family that you have for yourself i think it can be found in all things and you know just hold on to that and you know just yeah try and use that and spread the love
0: Dang, that was good. Good one. Good Dang, one. You know, uh just I wrote down. Oh. <laughs> no wonder. Just kidding. It's really nice. Uh, you know, just you do you and but be safe about it. Yes. And be educated about it. Yes. And um Do what makes you happy. <laughs> just get it Yeah. No, yeah. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, pretty much. Thank you. Um, So just to end off, I think for some of my last thoughts is for those of you who are struggling to um, maybe understand your culture and understand some of the things that your culture does, maybe finding the positive things about that and maybe getting more of a reason behind that, because I would say 95 percent of that is because of love from your family or out of love. Mm. And you will honestly regret it if you don't or you'll honestly um i feel like you'll be more grateful for it when you get older and you will want to have it with your with your own family and with your kids and so and then also again with sex just being safe and being educated like chuckle said making sure you're aware of your partner's feelings on it and also you're being aware of your own body so yeah, yeah but thank you guys so much again for whoever's listening again we appreciate all of our followers and our listeners thank you and thank you you know yeah. we struggle with getting our episodes out in time yeah Ooh. and sometimes Ooh. our conversations <laughs> Gotta work on it. get a little off track, track. yeah <laughs>
1: we have a lot to say yeah. yeah yeah get
0: a little so you know what's it's real right so but we just appreciate we like again the love and the support that we get and we really hope that we can just continue to move forward and keep growing with our podcast so thank you guys again and we will see you guys next episode yes. bye, bye. bye. Thank you for listening to Brown Girls Therapy. We strive to improve our content by taking any feedback, comments, or any personal experiences through our Instagram page, Three Tongans. Please feel free to message us directly or comment on any of our posts. Thank you for your love and support.